0: hi i'm jake parker and this is my podcast beyond fit my goal is to help you live a happier and healthier life by providing actionable knowledge and advice about a wide range of health and fitness topics as well as self-improvement if you want to find out more about me visit my website jake-parker.com thanks and enjoy the show
1: Hi guys, welcome back to the Beyond Fit podcast. My guest today will be his third time on is Nick Krantz. He's based out of Cleveland, Ohio, which I just found out is in the Eastern time zone. We had a little bit of a time traveling mix up almost exchange here. Um, Nick has his Instagram account. That's how I initially found him, and We had some really cool talks about uh, lifting weights and health and fitness and just stuff beyond that too as far as positive mindset, positive habits, things of that nature. So I wanted to get him on for another podcast today. We always have really fun discussions, and so I'll let Nick kind of go ahead and say hi, give a little bit of an introduction on his end.
2: Yeah, what's going on, Jake? It's good to be back, and I appreciate you having me in this um, lovely time in the world we're having right now. So uh, it's good to touch base and hopefully get some positive messages out there that uh, can help spread like wildfire um, in the time that people need it most, man.
1: Absolutely. So the first thing I want to talk about was you had mentioned to me and have mentioned on your page a couple times the fact that you've been unable to train for a while, because you've had this uh, concussion that's that's uh, came up a couple different times in your life. So if you want to talk a little bit about that, uh, I'm open to it. But I thought that what would be interesting was to kind of talk about what positive habits you have to kind of keep you moving in the right direction and not just kind of sulking and, and feeling sorry for yourself. And it, it's interesting because a lot of times this sort of stuff for me and for other people like us centers around health and fitness and exercise. But when you're not able to do that, what are some of the things that you turn to?
2: Right. Yeah. And this one was just extremely different because it, my first one stemmed from 2010. And that was, that's when concussion kind of first starting to be talked about. So, when I thought I got one in practice, I went over to the sideline I remember telling somebody like, hey, I think I just saw purple. And they're like, no, man, you're mm-hmm. good. Like, just don't say anything. So I'm like, all right.
3: Mm-hmm. So we
2: took a we took a uh, a bus 14 hours up to the Upper Peninsula. So my body is just drained. Uh, and it goes from 40 degrees in uh, Northeast Ohio to 80 degrees up in Michigan. So my body is just dead. Um, I have a couple hard hits that game. And I end up, uh, who knows? <laughs> um but that started the trend of just being like way more susceptible. And then um, from there on out, I've had, like I said, up to maybe 13-ish now. So even little dings uh, like now will set me back.
3: Mm-hmm. And So what's
2: crazy about this one that happened on December 7th <laughs> was uh, all I was doing was we got a Christmas tree, getting ready for the old holidays. And Brody, my 11-year-old, got into the car. Good. Wife needed help with the trunk. Okay. So I get out of the driver's side. Go to the back, and all I did was walk into my trunk. Just walk. I wasn't running. Just walked into my trunk, top of the head, and that moment mm-hmm. I set me back to where I am right now for four wow. over four months, not being able to train until yesterday, and uh, like it, it it was it was extremely difficult because I just thought I was going to go through my normal process of okay, I got a concussion. What else is new? I'll just do the normal rest. Uh, cardio cardioactivity, see where my body's at, hit the weights, back to normal. There I go. So I tried mm-hmm. that and I my body wasn't ready. And and that's when I started to have to go to the doctor, started needing all these testing. Uh, it's the only first time I've ever gotten sick from a concussion or a head injury. And then next thing you know, um, a month or two later, I'm getting checked in and uh, to a concussion clinic. And I, I'm like, wow, I, I should probably take back all the jokes I had about CTE and concussion Mm -hmm. like this isn't any this is no joke anymore and so it was a grind man uh and like you said you have to go out of state for that or a lot of no thank god uh i actually so cleveland has the second or first uh ranked hospital in in the world so we're i'm actually in a good hub for it and so i was recommended by a lot of doctors and sought out uh just because i i I, I am very susceptible and I, i have had my doctors in the past And so it's it's hard to find uh, you know good doctor, especially um, especially for something that's unknown. It's not a shoulder, it's not a knee, it's not an ankle. Like it's your brain, and you know that has a lot of function for your whole body, your mental state, and everything. And so for the last four months, you know I've had time to really you know journal and look over how really I was mentally. You know you just you lose. I lost sight of who I was. You know it's just it's crazy what happens when you even like right now, when you have that coping skill that I had for nine years, like always, you know, when things were good, bad, sad, you name it, going to the gym was my sanctuary, right? And so that was all of a sudden taken away. I was, I was lost. You know, I was physically just damaged. It was emotionally damaged and I just couldn't function. I couldn't do normal human stuff. And I think that at that point it was, it, it took me three months to really like, dude, you have to just like man up right now. Like, it mm-hmm. was I have to. I had to continuously remind myself, and and I think a lot of people right now are in that point where like, oh, you know, the gyms are shut down. You know, I can't do this, can't do that. And
3: mm-hmm.
2: yes, it's easy to say what you can't do, but you're not. You're so narrow-minded of the opportunities that you can do. It, it's really just you have the two. You have the two options of, okay, I'm going to focus on what I can do. What are the opportunities I have right now? Or what can't I do? Because all this stuff that I think is out of my control, now I can't do anything about it. And so mm-hmm. people are all of a sudden trying to formulate, you know, ideas or they're formulating just these scenarios that just aren't even going to happen. It's like, you need to just focus on what you can do right now. What's the possibility of the outcome no emotionally attached what's the possibility if that's it then you go for it um or you don't go for it like it's you can't play the imaginary game right now and uh like i said i I posted about it today you you're on the side of the fence you got opportunity or you can sulk in it so you know you have to choose
1: Mm -hmm. and i think that you make the choice too whether you want to get stronger or weaker because of things that happen like for example right now everyone being Cooped up and not being able to get, not being able to go to the gym, not being able to go out and do things or go to work or see their friends very often. I think that it's easy to just feel bad for yourself and then let that turn into oh, you know, I'm going to fall off my routines, I'm going to fall off my habits, I'm going to I'm not going to eat as well as I normally do when I'm working out. Or you can use that time, like you said, to strengthen. Maybe oh, I I've been wanting to meditate more. We well, have time to do that. I've been wanting to write more. You have time to do that. And you know, hopefully getting even more aware of your nutrition too because you have more time at home maybe you get better at cooking maybe you find some meals that that uh you can you can find out how to make better and cook in the future i think that every opportunity or every everything is an opportunity it's that you can always get better from something even if it seems like a setback at first i think that that's a good message that that everyone can benefit from
2: yeah and it's just really all in the eye of the beholder if if you're willing to let yourself and allow yourself to see it, then you will see what you want to see. If you're on that side of positivity, you'll go and find it. If you're focused on the negativity, then that's all you're going to see. You're going to turn on the TV, you're going to see the news, that's all you're going to want to dive into, you're going to follow the path of, you know, the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, that negative message, and then that's what you're going to see. And so like I said, it's your choice and how you want to deal with it, cope with it. Um, but ultimately, it's your position that you just have to we like said, sit for a second, call yourself out on your own stuff, see where you're at, be clear about it, and then hopefully you can go down the path that you would like to choose rather mm-hmm. than go down the other path.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's why it's it's interesting because there's kind of like a balance between you should have a vision and you should have have goals and outcomes that you want to search for, but you should also be malleable too and be able to change that because it can be difficult if like you're such a routine oriented person and and where it becomes like rigid and something like not being able to go to the gym for a period of time just totally throws you off and creates that snowball effect of like hurting other habits in your life uh i think that's where it's just most important to have malleability in your in your personality and in your routines and and anything
2: yeah and and that's definitely what i struggled with at first because you know it it was just Part of the day, and mm-hmm. so I used that first thing in the morning so that I could set me up for the day like it, it cleared my mind, I kind of got my energy rolling, I uh, get ready to eat, and so that was just the routine so all of a sudden when, when that was taken away, and now that like my body was like deteriorating and i wasn 't feeling well, then I got into that point of like just feeling sorry for myself like oh well i can 't do this i can 't do that i can 't go play catch with you know my son i can 't run around with my youngest, so it's like you sit there and you sulk and it's easy to fall into that trap and that's why i was like okay well you know you no matter what you know you can't i wasn't able to wake up at my normal time anymore so i said just sleep when you get it up you to journal when you journal then just go meditate like you have to somehow find clarity before you start uh, um, getting into that sulk and so mm-hmm. it, it's, it you know, and, and not every day it worked and that's, but it's the fact of building that consistency over time that people now, well, majority of the people have more time on their hands. Uh, you know, God bless people that are still having to work, mm-hmm. uh, but having that opportunity right now to really dive into who you are and who you want to be and then who you eventually want to become, that's what you can work on right now. And I think that's kind of what I kind of realized yesterday of, wow the journey i went through the last four months was like looking back like who was that guy but mm-hmm. like i learned a lot and uh you know i didn't really talk about it as much on on instagram because i just didn't feel well <laughs> flat out like mm-hmm. it was a day-to-day and this week it was like a flip of the switch man and i said phone for it um and i did <laughs> so i i feel i feel great and it, like i just I I wasn't seeing humans for months. So it's like, Mm -hmm. Hey, you're a human. I like you. Good to Mm -hmm. see you. Mm -hmm.
1: I think that one of the things that I've always been really cognizant of is the fact that I, I think it's so interesting how it seems to be like the popular, the popular thing is like, we want to chase comfort, but I think that the natural human condition is to chase struggle. And so I think that something that happens is we manifest struggle in our lives. If we don't, like put ourselves through it. That's that's a big part of what exercise is for me. But you know, if if you can't have exercise, I think it's important to do other things that work on like your mental state, strengthen yourself mentally. Like you said, meditating, journaling, uh, thinking about who you are, thinking about your identity. I think that a lot of the problems that we see, especially in our modern world, where people can be so shallow, and you can you know you can just go from Instagram to Facebook to Twitter and never really do any deep thinking or or, or uh, internal focus that is what makes people have these feelings of unrest. And I think that's a big reason why people feel depressed or anxious or things like that. I think it's really important to have something you're working on. Hopefully you're, you're well enough that you can make part of that physical exercise. But if it's not taking that time to to focus internally is also a form of exercise. I think exercising, you know, your, your brain, your, your, your your internal locomotives, I suppose.
2: No, hundred percent. And it, you're right. It is so easy just to go from, if you have all your apps in one spot, like mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and next thing you know, you're just mindlessly scrolling. And then, you know, maybe you're starting to compare and then you're starting to get in like, Oh, why does that person have that? And then, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it can get into this just downward spiral of like where you don't want to go. And it, then that just comes with, okay, well, are you following? What kind of, you know, surroundings are you trying to put yourself with, but um, like you said, it, it's, putting yourself into that mental state and you know right now we don't have that stressor to you know grind ourselves through a workout to push ourselves to like evolve and break through that so what are people willing to do right now um, is it an at home workout that's extremely hard or is it you know doing something new reading a book journaling mm-hmm. um, drawing creating a youtube channel uh, doing a course like anything there's there's so many opportunities that you can do to evolve right now as a human and uh, I, I really hope a lot of people take advantage of it.
1: Mm-hmm. The toughest thing that jumps out to me from the things that you said is like, you know, people like you and I, our identity is working out and being in the gym and, you know, lifting weights. Like that really does become part of who you are. So when that's that's taken from you, that's when it's all the more important to, like I said, have other things you can focus on. And I guess I'm just curious how, how you could expand on like those struggles of Losing your identity and finding it in different things.
2: Yeah, and like you said, it it, like it wasn't my identity and not just from just like that point it became of who I was of evolving from this skinny kid that evolved Mm -hmm. into a you know building sixty pounds of muscle and being more confident, outgoing and like growing into my character of that's just Mm -hmm. who I was. Like that's that's oh that's Nick. And all of a sudden watching myself Physically and mentally withering away in the mirror, like I couldn't even look at myself anymore. I'm like, I mean, even right now, I'm. I was like, I kept telling myself, and uh, I was like, I'm. I'm not gonna wear um, like a shirt, t-shirt until like next year. I'm just gonna wear sweatshirts and sweatpants all summer,
3: like, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and being dead serious. It's like that. That right there, like, why? Like, there's no reason to do that, right? And so it's like, where do you go from there? And I know my situation is a little different because I like, like having that, like physically unable to do things like right now, people, uh, hopefully for the majority have that taken away. So they're like, okay, well, what do I do now? If when I was feeling healthy, what could I do would be, you know, work on my business, talk to clients. But, you know, I couldn't do that a lot because of, I can't sit at my computer all day. So I would make sure that I was listening to podcasts and, and or if I was getting ready to take my grandpa nap that I needed uh, mm-hmm. during the afternoon, I'd make sure I put on some calming music just to put my body into a state um, to get prepared for that. Or I would just read just positive material, um, whether it was books, just articles, just it's 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 just surrounding yourself and being mindful of where your mind is. And I definitely did lose sight of that because I didn't have that outlet of like, okay I'm gonna go work out not just for you know building muscle and and but it's for my clarity and just for getting that ball of you know anxiety out mm-hmm. right now I think if people just just go for a walk like it's okay to feel upset and angry right now but there's there there's so many ways when you feel like you're losing it that you could refine yourself in different ways uh and so, like I said, my main thing when I really started to come back was was reading meditation journaling was huge, and even looking back and scrolling through old journaling uh going for walks when I was capable that that just the it, it just the the feeling you get from going after a walk just the your mind is so clear, you feel good being mm-hmm. outside now that i guess depending where you're at, but the birds are out it's those those sound so basic, but they're so good like mm-hmm. go through your go through your pictures of like dogs or like funny things and make you laugh like mm-hmm. like i sit there i'd be like all right go look at videos pictures of my family and be like oh yeah i feel better now i could go nap like and just you have to be real with yourself and i'll also i'll making sure like i was i started counseling back in november i went back and i think that was good for my mental health because you know we all think we're invincible at times mm-hmm. and whether you're going through something you don't think you're going through something there's there's stuff going on inside that you can get out to somebody that has no they don't they're not going to judge you in any way but but just somebody you can communicate with uh Mm -hmm. and that's counseling really helped and so that was another way to especially going through that struggle for the last couple months that that was good so um i think those those definitely helped me out big time Mm -hmm. i'd say Yeah, I've enjoyed,
1: I've enjoyed going to counseling too at different times in my life. And I think that the biggest tangible thing that I took away was, uh, I have a characteristic that a lot of people probably resonate with where like, it's easy for me to get in my own head and, you know, repeat stories to myself, get caught up in thought loops, things of that nature. And what it does when you, you know, when you get those thoughts out and you talk to someone else and then they kind of, a lot of times what a counselor does is just like repeat your thoughts back to you and kind of just like in a way that makes you understand yourself from an outsider's perspective, I guess, because Mm -hmm. if you're only in your own head, thinking your own thoughts, you know, that stuff can bounce around. And something that I I, I was told a lot of times is you have to be careful what you, what you look at as fact and what you look at as just stories that are made up in your head, because they can really get blended. Uh, Especially if you want to talk about, you know, like an example of negative self-talk. If you tell yourself you're not worthy enough or you tell yourself you're not this, you're not that, you know, not strong enough, not, you know, mentally tough enough. These things can become stories that you see as fact and that starts to become how you see yourself. But you know, if you just realize what's what's the fact and what's just the stories ruminating in your head, it's very powerful to just, it's not like it fixes everything, but it helps you just gain perspective, I guess.
2: Oh, it's all clarity, and it's like right where you're at when you tell them, and they reiterate it back without the emotion. You're like, no, 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 mm-hmm. but, and then you try to add the emotion back, mm-hmm. and they just subtract it. It's like that; those are the facts. Those mm-hmm. are the facts. Now, what can be the outcome? Subtract the emotion. That's it. Okay, now what? Okay, go do it. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. And it's like it, it. Sometimes it takes that just that clear moment, and because those negative thoughts. And that cloud will eventually add up. And so mm-hmm. it, it takes time, but you, you just have to be consistent with it. And uh, like I said, it, it's, it's just continuous growth and, and just making time for it. It doesn't take, doesn't take long, but it will go a long way. And, and now is definitely a good time to be working on that.
1: Mm-hmm. And just, just like you said, you know, it's, it, it's, you know, different days you'll wake up with different energy levels and different moods. And I, I think, think to so me, that's why habits are so important. Habits are important because, you know, if you wake up in a great mood, okay, hopefully you can start your day with maybe some exercise, maybe some journaling, maybe, you know, a healthy breakfast, whatever it is. But if you, you have these positive habits, it's easier to kind of regulate your mood because it's, it's definitely not useful to, to sulk and to be negative. But I also, I, I, I don't know, not that, it's, not that it's ever like really a bad or like a disadvantageous thing to be in a really good mood. But you also have to just appreciate it and realize, you know, it could, it could go like your mood waxes and wanes. But something that I've heard that's really useful is, you know, just on, on the same sort of uh, point is you're not your thoughts, but you're your actions. So that's why you have these habits. You do these things, whether you feel good, whether you feel shitty, you know, like you and I know, sometimes you go and have a workout when you're feeling bad and it can totally change your mood. But just realizing that your mood is up and down and that you really are just accumulation of what you do, the actions that you do.
2: Yeah. I mean, you got to take action no no matter what. And like you said, not every day you're going to wake up and getting ready to tackle the biggest goal that you want. Like you're not going to always have that energy, that drive. And that's that becomes the power of why you want to do it in the first place and what action steps are you willing to take. And that comes with planning preparation and then just execution. And so ultimately you, you are your driver but you have to build and instill those habits over time so that when it's time to go, you don't think twice and your body just goes because, you know, like we said, motivation is, is, is very good to start, but that, that thing is, it doesn't last very long. Uh, it's not, it doesn't cook the whole time and it, it's, it's definitely a good fire starter, but it doesn't, doesn't burn the whole time. So, mm-hmm. um, it's always fun to listen to a video or your song, but when that's gone, what's there you no know? you're there mm-hmm. your habits your strength your mental toughness that's all you and when it's time to shine it's time to do what you want to do then you have to be prepared uh, to execute what it is that you want to do
1: mm-hmm. and I like the fact that you mentioned so many things and you mentioned like small things or things that are seemingly trivial like for the example of going for a walk it's like that's that's really impactful and we shouldn't discount the benefits of something that seems so small or something as simple as taking some deep breaths like these things are impactful, and when you look at the common denominator to me it 's like they 're all forms of taking action. Writing down your feelings is a form of taking action more so than is just like ruminating and thinking in your thoughts in your head uh, when you when you get something out and you do some sort of output like people have been a product of having to do things and accomplish things for as long as we 've been around so you, you can't you can 't change that basic hardwiring that 's why it 's important to do these actionable things and you 'll feel so much better like you said if you there's nothing better than going for a walk. Like there's, there's nothing that can so quickly and easily make you feel connected to nature and just feel like a normal human being because human beings have been walking around, you know, walking, being, being just in the present observing their surroundings. That's, that's just, that's what we do. And so Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to realize that however simple or basic something might seem, it could make all the difference in your mood and your
2: mindset. Yeah. And like those things don't take very long. It's just, Mm Setting aside, you know, okay, five minutes for meditation, just just start Mm -hmm. and try. Take a five to 10 minute walk. That's it. Like journal for five. That's it. Like that's, that's 15 minutes right there. Mm -hmm. That's it. And then you can go on and do what you want. But what you might get out of that 15 minutes will start to eventually add up as the day goes on to who you are, your gratitude and how you feel overall. And that's just not going to help internally. It's going to be exposed externally and it's just going to start to everybody's gonna be able to see it and it's just those small steps that are simple but they seem like they could be so difficult and tedious Mm -hmm. but they're not and it's just small actionable steps that people can take uh each and every day
1: yeah and some advice i try to give other people and some advice i could definitely use myself from time to time is like when you feel like you're not having time for these things you're feeling like you're too busy take us take a second and look at the time you spend on your phone Because you can go and look at that, like the, like the iPhone screen time. And oftentimes it's two or three, four or five hours at a a day. And it's like, could I cut that down by a half hour this week and make time for whether it be cooking my own meals, going for a walk, doing a five minute journal or meditation. Like we always have time. It's just, are you going to make the time as cliche as that is? It's definitely reigns true in a lot of different areas.
2: Yeah. I think every Sunday at 9 a.m. I think it it comes with the alert of Mm
3: -hmm.
2: your screen times up, your screen times down. And uh, it it, it's an eye opener.
3: -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Like,
2: like, look, like, chill out. You've been on your phone Mm -hmm. all day. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, there is a couple good apps that I've used. Like Moment is one that's like it tracks your time, but it also gives you reminders and helps you set goals and stuff like that. So something like that can be can be really useful, too, if it's if it's something you want to keep track of, because it's just like we all have heard the stories of how addictive these things are like that's it's people's full time job to make us more addicted to our phones. So you just check it and check it and check <laughs> it. And right. you got to you got to take that step back and realize, you know, well, it's obviously important to stay connected and it's it's important to have communication with people. We I think we could all benefit from spending less time on our phones. uh, If you wanted to put it down to one blanket statement.
2: Yeah. I mean, if, if, just like when we were kids, like when you were told, okay, you know, turn off the video games and go do something, you Mm -hmm. found something, you were creative, you did something. And so now it's like, dude, just find something to do. Mm -hmm. What do you, what do you like? Are you interested in? What do you want to learn more about? Like no matter if you're uh, like Brody's age 11, like, okay, you know, now that you're going to be starting school, like once TV's off, what do you want to do? Well, What do you want to mm-hmm. do? Dude, what, what's going through your brain? Like, what what do you, what do you want to mm-hmm. do? <laughs> you
1: know, just yeah, be, it's be like,
2: creative, do something.
1: Yeah. It's weird. Cause it's like a paradox how we live in the most information rich age of all time. Like you could go in a rabbit hole researching any topic you want, but yet we find ourselves spending so much time <laughs> on these mindless activities on our phones. I think it's important to, to like, I love to just research random topics. I never feel like it's wasted time to take some time to really learn about something and find out new things you didn't know. Cause it's just like exercise for your brain. Like, are you curious about like, I don't know, sometimes I get curious, curious about like historical periods or like, I don't know, a different part of the world. It's like, don't ever, don't ever judge your curiosity. You should feed your curiosity often. I think that's a big principle for me.
2: Yeah, no, I, I to- couldn't agree more.
1: I, I so, couldn't agree more. So uh, one thing I also wanted to make sure we got to, you mentioned that you had your first workout yesterday in a while. So I'm curious what it's going to look like for you getting back into it. And uh, the, the the biggest curiosity I have is just how are you going to battle? I'm sure it's going to be your, uh, your uh, default mechanism to, you know, get back into it hard and heavy and fast. How are you going to manage that? And why is it
2: important to manage that for you? so if if you would have told me 3 weeks ago i would have worked out yesterday then i would have been like <laughs> zero chance mm-hmm. uh and because it was let's see 2 weeks ago was my last uh therapy session <clears throat> at the clinic because they said because of um the coronavirus that they're going to have to shut down the the hospital section so it's like so mm-hmm. at that point i'm like man i'm I'm about to be on my own, like, I'm gonna have to figure it out, I guess, like, yes, of course, I'd have an idea, but nobody's really kind of gauge or give me other types of, you know, movements for what I was supposed to be doing, like, this was specialized, and so, basically, like, I went through hell for those four weeks, and uh, how I can put it is that they, each time I went, they would put my body under the stress that caused me to have a lot of symptoms, so they would, they would ramp up, the symptoms so that my body would get used to it and then it would just almost be like progressive overload that you try and rip me down so much and then it just starts to build back stronger and all of a sudden my body just this week was like i'm here i'm alive mm-hmm. and so i started going for walks last week i'm like okay i like this started getting my energy back i'm like wow my wife's like you you seem like yourself today i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so yesterday I uh I took pre-workout like just I was like I was just feeling it man just feeling it mm-hmm. right and so I hopped on the assault bike um <laughs> I did uh I did two sets of face pulls like for 15 reps on the band and I'm like you know what I'm just I'm just going for it like I don't even mm-hmm. care so um I did four sets of incline bench I I use all dumbbells uh incline bench I did uh pull-ups and then I did shoulder press with the bar um and 95 pounds and that was it i said all right so i'm at that point where i need to like you said be smart and mm-hmm. cut myself short because i was you know i had music in and i'm like dude you got to be careful because for a while i was having an issue with my, these having headphones in like mm-hmm. it caused a lot of ringing in my head and uh even now i don't maybe maybe i'm losing it i don't know and uh and so now it's like what what's next and so it's like, do I do I lift legs today? Like I don't know. I I don't know. It's like it's like a when you get out day of the routine for that long because for the last the last four months I was living day by day. Like I didn't know how I was gonna feel within the hour. I I couldn't drive anywhere on certain days. Um, and if I was driving, I would have to take Dramamine and wear dark glasses and have a ginger ale with me. In um, mm-hmm. my anxiety med because i I was just I was just a shell of myself and i I kept getting sick uh, in the car like I, it was i've never been car sick. I go on roller coasters all the time, and so now it's like am I better and so it it's like I have to question myself so now I am being extremely extremely um, diligent on tracking everything with workouts, so i'm making sure that I know everything Because um, with therapy that she would you know do the exercise, and once i'd finished she'd be like, all right. Um, on scale one to five, how do you feel? What are the symptoms and then, and how long would they last? So now I, every time I fin- like yesterday, I finished incline, I'd sit there. I'm like, I think I'm good. So it's, it's almost of like, like, just like telling yourself, like, you're okay. Like just reaffirming that you got this, you're getting better, but you have to be smart because I can't just go in and be like, all right, you know, squat, deadlift and, you know, get back to doing some lunges tomorrow. Like, I, I don't know. Because uh, you know, lower body is definitely gonna take take a lot more out on me. So I just kind of gotta, I just gotta be smart. And like I said, day by day, do I do upper lower? I I guess, like, I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just I just it's I'm tough. so ready to get back, man. So ready to get back, and my my appetite's back now. And um, like I said, I lost 20 pounds, and just total mental game. But I it just that point of turning like, it's it's part of the process. And I just had the trust in the journey, and I just kept. Everything that I would tell my clients, I was basically not telling myself. And now mm-hmm. I was like, "Who are you? you can't preach it if you don't believe it. And so yeah. now I'm like, wow, like, and now I see it. I see it. And it had been a while since I've been in that position. And I'm like, yep, it it, it couldn't be more true. And like I said, the, the light switch and I'm like, wow, I feel like a little soreness today. And I'm like, I like it. I'm back. I'm back. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like I said, I, I got to be smart because got to be smart
1: yeah I think that that's like another positive like reframing tool you can use, or like mental tool you can use is just thinking about how would I talk to a friend in this situation because oftentimes we can be so hard on ourselves, but you know people are so apt to forgive or to give other people the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes you deserve just to give that to yourself, especially in a situation where you're trying to overcome uh like you overcoming an injury overcoming something that's been going on in your mental state, whatever it is, sometimes you just need to talk to yourself like you would talk to a friend. I found that a uh, piece of advice helpful in the past also.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it was hard to tell myself what I would tell my friend. Cause I was like, mm-hmm. I, I just didn't want to believe it. I didn't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. And it, it just takes time. It, like I said, it mm-hmm. takes time and it's a battle, but you, you know, you got to keep pushing. And that comes back to that point of on the, on the days that you don't feel like it, you got to go. Like mm-hmm. You have to go.
1: Yeah, unless you're always, you want to sit and sulk. Yeah, you're always your own worst critic, right?
2: 100%. 100%. All right,
1: well, wind it down here. I have one last question. We've talked a lot about habits and positive habit formation and things of that nature. So I'm curious, as far as yourself, what is one habit that you feel really happy about and positive about that you've really mastered? And what's one habit that you hope to get better at or that you're actively working to improve on?
2: Right now, and over the last, especially in the time that's been, is I'm getting better. I I, I almost say it's a combination because I've definitely gotten better at journaling mm-hmm. in the morning. And I I always thought as as I got older that it was like no dude like that's that's for sixth grade girls like mm-hmm. don't journal like I just saw Brody have a journal with a lock on it, and so mm-hmm. here I am like no, and so then I started to. Uh, you know, my wife was like, you have to do it. And then I I started seeing like other people, um, you know, more successful and just people I really looked up to. I'm like, there's something, there's gotta be something behind it. And there's just something about putting your thoughts down first thing in the morning. Um, and I'm a morning, I'm a morning person. So I feel best in the morning. I feel super clear. I get everything out. And, um, you know, I just, what I'm grateful for, what are my intentions of the day? And then sometimes it's just listing whatever, like just really just brain dumping and just going. Brain with dump, it. yeah. Yeah, and I think there's and because we're always so used to just two two thumbs and just texting away like that mm. that's just normal. You don't even have to think twice anymore about it. Uh, you know, people do it while they're driving, uh, the, while they're freaking on a unicycle. You name it, like texting is. Mm-hmm. It, but when you take that away, take the technology and put pen to paper. And really, just be quiet and just put your thoughts down, and that 's something you can go back to um, time and time again and so that 's really something i I am getting better at, but it 's something I want to master. I want to learn mm-hmm. like all about it. I want to really see what like what more I could do like what what else is there I could learn yeah. what can I implement um and I just bought the the james clear uh like his journal last mm-hmm. night. On Amazon, I'm like, uh, because I have my Cleveland Browns one, um I love it to death, of course, but I was mm-hmm. like may, is there something else I can maybe you know switch around, add it, or you know just play around with it but um, I yeah, it's I, just like I really, I really like it.
1: It's just like how we talked about in counseling how the 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 real benefit I saw was just having your thoughts um uh, reverberated back to you, and that's kind of what journaling is. It's like putting all your thoughts down on paper. For, for me, it's just like, like you said, the reason it's called a brain dump is because you just write out everything you're thinking, whether it makes sense, whether it doesn't make sense. Like, obviously, it's not the time to be grammatically correct and write in your best, you know, English. It's just like putting out your feelings. And as much as we'd like to think that we're masters of our feelings, or like just, you know, like you and I are, are men, and we're, we're taught to be tough and that we're stronger than any emotion. But when it comes down to it, that's what people are it's just accumulation of emotions, it infects us on a day to day basis. It's part of just our everyday life. And the more you get to realize that and the more you can come in contact with it, the, the better off you'll be, I think. And something that I've also heard many times before is just the fact that oftentimes if you have a, a negative emotion like fear or anxiety or anger, it's like it just wants to be heard. And so if you journal about it, sometimes it feels like it's heard. And so it sort of dissipates. That's another thing that I try to remember when I want to journal or when I'm on a good journaling, uh, kick for, for a while, you know, if I'm going through something or Mm
2: -hmm. something like that. Yeah. And like I said, now, now is a good time because a lot of people are feeling uncertain or anxious Mm -hmm. and just fearful of what's going on. And, um, I, that's, I created this, um, M3 manual, the mindset um movement and the morale basically to you know not just have the workouts in it because you know of course working out is amazing and people can still make the most out of it but you know in the mindset section i have um you know journal journaling tips journaling um basically like a a piece of paper that would be like if you were to journal like basically just one-on-one um Mm -hmm. meditation kind of guide it has um you know free meditation call mat um trial and just really kind of just like just try it, like see if it helps right now, and kind of like letting people know like this is out there, and it, it can really help, and mm-hmm. giving people a community to come around because you know right now, people need each other more than ever, mm-hmm. um, and like I said, I, when I thought about what's going on right now, it's like how can you give back and how can we provide to um not just you know our families but our neighbors, the community. Um, and you know, with anybody that you're able to get in contact with is, is how we, how can we give it in this moment? And so it's like, just trying to provide as much value to people that need it most, or um, just need it in general and just be mm-hmm. more mindful of it. And hopefully take this, um, section right now that, that we're in and just continue on because eventually this period will end. Um, mm-hmm. believe it or not, this, this mm-hmm. period in time will end.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's just like there's lessons in history, you know, we've, it wouldn't be, it's not the first time that humans have gone through something tough and it just speaks to, there's a reason why people have been journaling and meditating for thousands of years, you know, a lot longer than than you and I have been around a lot longer than any of the existing things that are part of our day-to-day life have been around, things like that have. So, you know, sometimes it's important to look at the wisdom that, that stood the test of time.
2: Yeah. And there's, there's a reason it's stood the test of time. And mm-hmm. and there's a reason that the, those words that, that will continue to live on long past uh, you and I.
1: Hmm. Well, I think that's a good way to end, Nick. I appreciate you taking the time again. It's always fun to get a chat with you and hopefully we'll, we'll do it again soon when things uh
2: you know, in the outside <laughs>
1: world are a little more, more positive, but Hey, it's we're little... focused on that internal locus of
2: control, right? For sure man, we're here to spread spread the good vibes and I appreciate you taking the time to chat man.
1: Absolutely, it's always fun.
0: Hey, it's Jake again. If this podcast provided you any value, I'd encourage you to share it with someone who you think might enjoy it. In addition, it would really help me out a lot if you would go and subscribe or leave a review for my podcast. It's super easy. And in addition, if you have any questions or comments, I'd love for you to reach out to me by email or Instagram DM, which can both be found on my website. Thanks.